Welcome again to the Solid Love Podcast, coming to you from Southern California, and I'm here with my beloved Mary. Hello, hello. And we're excited again to be with you. Uh, we're going to title this particular episode Divine Purpose, mm -hmm. and it really has to do with uh, when we got married. We got married 33 years ago right mm -hmm. now, um, in 89, and uh, it was not so soon uh, thereafter that we found that marriage was really bigger than us. Yes, it was quite a realization. It wasn't that. It was just, yeah, really apparent to us that marriage was bigger than us. And uh, and talking about foundations, like we told you about prior to marriage, we went to class we and we said we needed tools. But leading up to our marriage was we had marriage counseling. Mm -hmm. Premar uh, Pre-marriage. Oh, Premarital counseling. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Got to really, really be clear on that. We had premarital counseling, and uh, and that was really an, uh, a wonderful process. And and so now we come to marriage, and we find that, oh my goodness, marriage is truly bigger than us. Mm -hmm. And one of the key things about marriage uh, is that it has design, that a Christian marriage, and we're talking about a Christian marriage now, because we were, how do you live this out? What does it look like? And so we go to the Bible for that. And what the Bible says is that marriage is supposed to be a living picture of Christ and his church. This, you know, we're, we're, we're doing the 30,000 foot view here. This is the big, big, big purpose of marriage. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be a living picture of Christ and his church. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 31, it says, For this reason a man will leave, will, notice the word will, <laughs> will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife and the two will become one flesh. In verse 32 it says, this is a profound mystery, but I'm talking about Christ and the church. So somehow God has intended that the covenant relationship of marriage mirror Christ's relationship to the church. So the realization that marriage is bigger than us really came through these verses in Ephesians 5 that Alan, that you just read. And the thing that we realized is the role that we play that as a Christian couple, that we're actually involved in creating or painting a picture for anyone that would, for any onlooker. That's right. A picture of, of the relationship Christ has with the church. Right, now, right we may be painting a really horrible picture right. or an inaccurate picture of the relationship Christ has with the church. We may be painting, I mean, it's not going to be a perfect picture for sure, but the level of accuracy could vary. And, uh, but that that was such a high calling and that that elevated the purpose of our marriage way beyond, well, I'm, we got married because we love each other and because uh, I want somebody that's going to meet my needs or we're going to build a life together. That's all well and good. Maybe not the meet my needs thing. <laughs> but um, but the uh, it elevated our view of marriage well outside of us. Right. That it really wasn't just about Alan and Mary. That it really was about... Christ in the church and the level of accuracy mm -hmm. 
that we were going to paint a picture. The paintbrushes were in our hands. Now, how accurate are we going to be in painting that picture of the relationship Christ has with the church? It's actually a really big deal. It's a really big deal. And that, that's such a contrast mm-hmm. to what we see in the culture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, where we see prenuptial agreements, we see a lot of self-involved. That You know, we hear this term, you know, I met my soulmate, mm-hmm. you know, the one, you know, all these terms and the one who's going to meet my needs. The one who completes me. Well, the one who completes me, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And you see that now on Instagram and everything and very glamorized, very romanticized. But in reality, that doesn't comport to what Scripture says. Mm-hmm. Um, scripture here is talking about something that's even higher. Even higher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's, it's very powerful. Right. So this is really the penultimate of the divine purpose yes. elements that we want to talk about. Exactly. So really what we're saying is that we are preaching the gospel mm-hmm. through our marriage. Yeah. That is pretty profound. That has incredibly strong ramifications, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When you think about it, really. When you think about the gospel, I mean, the gospel, what is the gospel? Well, Christ laid down his life for us, right? He laid down his life for his church. Um, his blood was spilled. Um, every time, you know, you see the, the passion. I've only seen it once. I can't watch it. Oh, <laughs> the passion of the Christ? Passion of yeah. the Christ. I mean. That's a tough movie. It's a very tough movie tough to see. Tough to watch. Mm-hmm. Right? But what Christ went through for his church and and then it also says elsewhere in scripture that we're not our own mm-hmm. and we've been bought with a price and this idea of being one that we're not no longer our own mm-hmm. you know we belong to one another right um that is that is part of the gospel and so how christ pictured this you know christ laid down his life really the husbands get their role that they submit to their wives in the way that that they lay down their lives, they lay down their prerogatives, their rights, for the sake of their wives, and then the the church responds to Christ in submitting to Christ, mm-hmm. and so that the wife submits to the husband in that way. So there's a missional aspect. There's a missional aspect to this. The gospel is about mission. It's about um, extending the gospel to the to the world to show the goodness of God to show the good news of God, what he's done for us. Um, and there's sacrifice. There's also mutual sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And the husband sacrifices himself in laying down his life. And the wife, there's a mutual sacrifice on her part mm-hmm. in, in terms of serving each other. And and so th- this is all that that goes on in terms of what Christ has done for the church. So the second part of in the, in this idea of divine purpose of marriage, the second thing we want to talk about is lifelong companionship. In Matthew chapter 19, verses 4 through 6, Jesus is talking and he says, Haven't you read that at the beginning the Creator made them male and female and said, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one. Therefore, what God has joined together, let man not separate. We also read later in Malachi 2.16, where God says, I hate divorce. 
So there's this aspect of lifelong companionship. And one of the things that I really appreciated in our wedding ceremony, our pastor gave six points, um, six charges, really, to us as a couple to strive for uh, in our marriage. And one of them that I think was uh, really marked me, probably marked me the most, was he said to make it a goal to serve each other, to outserve each other. Uh, to even think of it like a competition, a holy competition, he said. That uh, think of it, thinking of it as, I'm going to do more for you than you could ever hope to do for me. And uh, I really have always found that to be a tall order, but it set a tone, absolutely set a tone for us. Um, where I can say, after 33 years of marriage, some of the things that we never say are things like. How come I always do this? How come I always take out the trash? Or how come I'm always the one who has to do this? Why aren't you going to do that? Um, you know, those are things that we just have never been part of our lexicon um, because it's an opportunity to serve. Uh, it's an opportunity to compete and win. <laughs> uh, I'm going to win this competition. I'm going to do more for you than you could ever hope to do for me. And it really flavors. Uh, it flavors the marriage in a way that like nothing else can. Um, it's like salt on bland food. This idea of outserving one another comes from Jesus' example. And, yeah. We read that in uh, Matthew chapter 20. Verse 28, where he says, Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Yeah, so if, if Jesus wasn't too good to serve, <laughs> if, if service was not beneath him, then how, could it, how can I claim that it's beneath me? Exactly, 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 exactly. And so, you know, going back to um, Matthew chapter 19, uh, verse 5 and 6, where he talks about, for this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife. In some translations, cleave, right? Mm -hmm. To his wife. And the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one. And I love this. Therefore, what God has joined together, let man not separate mm. so god is the one who's joined us together Th yeah. god is the one who's put this union together that's that's also um incredible in terms of of who we owe um the responsibilities to right we, we owe them to god and talk about divine purpose yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly exactly and then also you know um a man will leave He'll leave his father and mother. This is a new family unit. This mm -hmm. is a new union. This unit uh, of male and female, uh, husband and wife, is a new unit, mm -hmm. and it's a separate unit from their families. And they mm -hmm. they leave the father and mother, and they're united together and become one flesh. Mm 
Yeah, no. that's another aspect because that can become an issue, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In <Yes>. marriage, <laughs> this whole leaving and cleaving, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, we all love our families. Of course. And, and, of course. But we need to see ourselves as a separate unit, that mm-hmm. this is a new family. And, and, you know, live out our lives in accordance to that. It doesn't mean we neglect our families. No, no. Right? But, right. But also I think the parents yeah. <laughs> need to see <laughs> the, new, the new union as, yes. as a separate entity yes. and let it grow yes. yeah. as well. You know, where we're not uh, poking our noses in there. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's a better word than unit. It's a union. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Another aspect of this divine purpose in marriage is partner dominion. Mm. Partner dominion. In Genesis 1, verse 28, it said, God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Now, one thing this really points back to is that man has a different status compared to animals. Mm -hmm. You know, man is the crown jewel of God's creation. And we are made in God's image. We're supposed to image him, image his attributes. Mm -hmm. And so this, this partnership has an intended function. You know, God says to them, be fruitful and increase, which talks about Mm -hmm. really having children, Mm -hmm. having, and and then it also talks about this idea of subduing literally uh, the animal kingdom and every creature that roams along the ground. So there's a stewardship aspect yep. mm-hmm. to this, to this purpose, this partner dominion. And so we steward literally, how we steward really image, is supposed to image who God is, is supposed to image his attributes. Mm-hmm. So that talks about really our vocations. You know, right. what are we going to be doing in our lives? Whether we work, um, uh, what careers we have, um, that we're supposed to display God's glory in mm-hmm. those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but also how we treat the environment, literally. Right. Right. You know, that's, that's part of it, is mm-hmm. we be good stewards of that. Yeah, and I think, too, this also speaks back to the point we talked about earlier with um, Genesis 2.18, where um, God said it wasn't good for the man to be alone. I'll I'll give him a helper who's suitable for him. I'll make a helper suitable for him. And so when we think about a partnered dominion, Mm -hmm. um, the husband and the wife as as a partnership in all of these areas, all of these arenas, yes. whether it be vocational or uh, what is the call for that husband and wife. Yeah. And that as a wife, I'm not just along for the ride. Mm. And um, I, you know, I, I am a helper, I am a suitable helper mm-hmm. in this situation, whatever, you're, whatever is our calling, I am a suitable helper in that calling. Mm-hmm. It's not a... Um, uh, it's not a passive role. Yes. Right. Yeah. And finally, the last aspect of divine purpose that we're going to talk about is uh, godly offspring. Mm-hmm. Godly offspring is also the intended purpose. And um, 
in Malachi chapter 2, verse 15. I'm going to read from the NLT. It's very, uh, it's kind of like uh, more amplified, more paraphrased. Uh, Didn't the Lord make you one with your wife? In body and spirit, you are his. And what does he want? Godly children from your union. So guard your heart. Remain loyal to the wife of your youth. Hmm. 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 So as I said before, um, I think I alluded to this, this idea that being images of God, you know, and God put us here as vice regents of his to subdue the earth, but to multiply. And part of this multiplication was that God wants God the offspring. He wants the generations after him to have the knowledge of who he is. Mm-hmm. And, and I think even with us, we have four children. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're all grown. Uh, and I remember those, that was one of the things that we were really um, seeking the Lord, seeking God about, praying about um, in our early years of marriage and, and really reading up on to see how best to raise up our children. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yes, God, God wants whatever we know of him through his word to be extended to our children. Right, right. So what I think is so interesting with this is that this this verse, Malachi mm-hmm. 2.15, is really raising the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, again, when we talked about marriage is bigger than us, yeah. it's really much more about Alan and Mary. It's much, it's much less about Alan and Mary yeah. and much more <laughs> <laughs> yeah. about other things like the relationship of Christ and the church. And here in this verse, we're seeing um, the bar has been raised again. Yeah. And and it's saying, you know, why why did God make us one? He's seeking godly offspring. Yeah, it really speaks to the importance of the marriage relationship. Yeah, even in the parenting role, mm-hmm. we want to think of them sometimes separately. I am an amazing spouse, not so good in the parenting realm. Yeah, yeah. Or or I am usually actually the opposite. You know, my marriage isn't doing so well, but I am an amazing mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, it's integrated, right? Yeah, it's very integrated. And this verse is really mm-hmm. pointing to the fact that these things are integrated. Yeah. And that separating them and saying, I can be, I can still be an amazing mother, even though I'm a horrible wife or my marriage is in shambles. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mommy thing mm-hmm. is on target. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Based on this scripture, yeah, God is calling us to be one. Yeah, and why one? Because He was seeking godly offspring. So there, He's making a correlation here. Yes, and um, and that, so it says. Therefore, guard yourself in your spirit, and do mm. not break faith with the wife of your youth, or even with the husband of your youth. So, it's just an interesting thing. Uh, Again, raises the bar. Yes. It raises the bar. Yes, yes. It surely, 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 surely does raise the bar. Well, Mary, I think that's that's wonderful. I think what we've gone over again in terms of divine purpose is that marriage is a living picture of Christ and the church. Mm-hmm. That marriage is a lifelong companionship. Mm-hmm. That marriage is a partnered dominion. And also marriage has the purpose 
for having godly offspring. Yes. And so in all those aspects, we see divine purpose. Mm -hmm. And we hope to see you next time, and we will continue discussing other aspects about this wonderful, wonderful gift called marriage. 